Hey everybody, welcome back to Left and Right Media uh, Movie Reviews. Uh, I'm Daniel. And I'm Jeremiah. Uh, now we are officially on iTunes. Yes. Uh, I thought it was funny on your description. Uh, two friends talking about movies they love. The only thing we've done is episode one and two, <laughs> which we both hated. That's true. <laughs> uh, and uh, at today is uh, Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. Jeremiah, question for you: What is your opinion of the Jedi? After the revival of you, the Jedi are evil. <laughs> <laughs> We start off with a high-octane space battle as Anakin and Obi-Wan battle their way to General Grievous' command ship to save the kidnapped Chancellor Palpatine. Yeah. Uh, So, a quick note, I got to watch this movie on May the 4th. Oh, really? Yeah, Star Wars Day. Nice. Uh, And the first thing I thought was uh, PG-13. All right, here Mm -hmm. we go. A darker Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, Which somehow equates to a better Star Wars. (laughs) That's true. Um, and I can say the same about uh, Rogue One. Mm-hmm. That's one of our, you know, my favorites, and that was a darker film. So maybe that's what Star Wars needs sometimes. Yeah. Um, going through the scroll, uh, or the opening scroll, uh, it says he was labeled as a Sith Lord. Um, it, you don't? Do you think the Jedi think Dooku is a Sith Lord behind, or that Dooku is a Sith Lord that Dooku talked about? Uh, that yeah. Might, I don't know. I wasn't sure on that one. They don't touch on it. Um, yeah, because Dooku tell, told Obi-Wan in the last movie that... There's a Sith Lord control of controlling the Senate. The Senate. Mm-hmm. And they don't... It's like they don't use that information at all. I think it's just a misstep. And if you delete that one scene from episode two, where uh, Obi-Wan and Dooku are talking, I think it fixes a lot of problems. Yeah, that's a good point. And if if I did delete that scene, I think I'd be justified in giving episode two a higher score. Yeah, that's what that hurt me so bad. Mm-hmm. And it, and Lucas may have done it again in this movie. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Hopefully, you can correct me. If not, I'm gonna have a, another. I'm gonna have some trouble with this one. Yeah, I'm curious to hear what that is. But okay, uh, cool. okay so I don't have much to say about the flying. I did think it was cool uh, the way Anakin flew his ship versus Obi Wan. You yeah, can see their personalities. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was gonna. Oh, yeah. I have some stuff on that, and especially in their banter back and forth. Yeah. Um, uh, another introduction in the, in the scroll we see is General Grievous. Who the heck is he? Yeah. Uh, is a brand new guy we're supposed to hate all of a sudden? Um, mm-hmm. Which, and I have questions um, also because based upon uh, the nature of Palpatine and Dooku, does Grievous know really what's going on? Because why did Grievous Grievous uh, kidnap Palpatine? Is yeah. is it is just all a big play and they're all doing it together? Uh, yeah, and that it, kind of thing. And if Dooku's telling people that the reason why they're separating from the Senate is because a Sith Lord's in control, <laughs> then the Separatists are the good guys. That's exactly right. That's that's what I wrote here. What's the Separatist motive? Because they know about the Sith Lord and they they're really trying to fight against him, or uh, did they really see what? Padme says later on that this is no longer a democracy, mm-hmm. and if the if the separatists are either uh, so they're either misled or they're the good guys, and that may, and that justifies General Grievous. General yeah. Grievous can be a good guy in this film, mm-hmm. but I think that's too deep for Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, can you think about how interesting it would have been if the separatists turned into yes. the rebels. Yes, 
that you know, would be, throughout the that prequel would be so trilogy. Cool. Yeah, setting mm-hmm. that up. Yeah, I mean, if if that could have happened in episode two, like like my big struggle was, that would have been incredible. Yeah. Uh, so they they blast their way onto the command ship, manage to fight their way to Palpatine. Is the CGI upgraded? In this movie, it looks better. Yeah, it's significantly better okay. than Attack of the Clones. Um, right off the bat, I was like, this is already a better movie. I can it's tell. two, three years later. I guess yeah. Um, yeah. maybe their capabilities were maybe. a lot better in that time period. Um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. who knows? But um, you're right. It is a lot better. Uh, some some, some of like, a, I, don't, I don't know what to label this as, but I liked how they... Um, introduced everything going on in the space battle because they got the uh you got the intro of the ship and the planet and behind it so it's a close-up behind it is the big space battle and that follows the two starships and they go over the ship revealing this huge space battle and you're like wow what's going on it's following these two ships for a while through showing showing off the spectacle of the space battle only to find out hey we've been following our two favorite guys annie and obi-wan the whole time that's that's a that's a good stuff yeah and uh, to mention what you did about the how they fly their ships and how they talk about each other, um, Anakin wants to go help the clone troopers. They're getting mm-hmm. blown up. He says, everyone says, uh, no, they're just doing their job, so you can do yours. Uh, Anakin has like the more of the uh, emotional aspect, and everyone has like the more tac- tactile aspect, and they kind of work together to make it one. I think a leader would need both. Or yeah. Thing, so. Yeah. And it's interesting to see. Um, I'll talk more on this later, but how Anakin, a lot of his motivations are to save people. Yeah, um, yeah, I got some of that. Oh, yeah, let me see. Um, uh, some more, uh, I got a few more things. I was just so impressed by the intro mm-hmm. that kept writing, writing a bunch. Um, if uh, if every single co- cockpit shot like of their face, if you look through the windows, there's always something going on in the background of the ships and the cockpit views, everything. If you take out those Jedi completely the, in those shots, you still have a great scene going on, a great epic battle going on. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is good stuff. This is what Star Wars needed. Mm-hmm. Like, and I label it as taking some time, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and one of the reviews I listened to was that uh, uh, they said that this is the story Lucas had been wanting to tell the whole time. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's where. He, he had some passion here and so yeah so like you can see it the first two were trying to get to where he is now the story he had in his head yeah that's interesting um uh okay so yeah they they get on the ship they're going to save palpatine uh they make it to where he's being held and uh it was really cool because he he's like in his throne chair almost yes uh, a little callback uh, yeah there's a there's a good thing i got coming up here um uh, and uh, yeah, I'm I, you know, I'm just, I'm I'm so impressed by the introduction here. It got so much so much action. Like uh, when they come sliding into the uh, the hangar, like before the ship even stops, Obi Wan leaps and flips through the air, and the Knights of Saber and starts hacking down mm-hmm. droids. And, and I wrote I wrote down, um, this is what I wanted: action, not I hate so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, something I thought was uh, funny is when they shoot the. Shields off the hangar and the door starts sliding. So air rushes out. This is a droid ship. Uh, so they yeah. need air. Is it just for that one guy? Just that, for Palpatine? That, yeah, <laughs> that's what built the whole whole ship full of air just for one uh, guy. Grievous has to breathe because he coughs a lot. Yeah, and he does. He does survive okay in space. That's true. He has like a I don't know. 
Hmm. I'm not sure about that one. Yeah, I don't really yeah, know much about Grievous, I, yeah, and I didn't look anything up about him either. Yeah, there's his, his introductions in the Clone Wars. Um, oh, is it? And I'll, I'll label all that stuff as just fantasy. It's not not that important. It's not like, you know, bombs are falling in space or anything. Yeah. <laughs> Last Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, they find Palpatine, yeah. and Dooku shows up. And Anakin and Obi-Wan agree to fight him together. Yes, that, yeah, that was really cool. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say that. Uh, Obi-Wan gets knocked out, leaving Anakin to fight Dooku alone. He dispatches Dooku by cutting his hands off in the battle yeah, and decapitating him, pressured by Palpatine to kill Dooku. Uh, Anakin feels conflicted, as this was not the Jedi way. Okay, so what do you, you didn't like... The Dooku fight in episode two. What do you think about this? I like the Dooku fight in episode three. Yes. Uh, the only thing I didn't like was the flip over the ledge. Oh, Dooku. Yeah, it's old guy. Doing <laughs> Why not just make him walk down the steps? Yeah, you know? yeah. Or just change that set to a steps going straight down. Yeah. That's funny. Um, um, yeah, I, I'm with you there. I like a lot of it. And the choreography looks really good. It and does. Especially the, the ending part where... How Anakin maneuvers his lightsaber to cut his hands mm-hmm. off. That looks like if someone, if if lightsabers were real, this is how they would really fight. Exactly. Uh, you don't have to have a, a heavy blow to cut a hand off. You just got to move it through a hand to cut a hand off. Yeah, that and, looks really good. And watching Anakin fight, it made me believe when he said his powers have doubled since they yes. last met because he smoked him like mm-hmm. it was quick too. Yeah, for sure. Um, Obi Wan got got beat again. Poor Obi Wan. I had uh, had a few more things I wanted to mention, Um, like with the banter. There's a lot of good banter with uh, Obi Wan and Anakin, and and their different natures. Example when when they're in the elevator and he gets stopped. uh, Obi Wan starts. Excuse me, Anakin starts cutting a hole and goes, "Well, there's more than one way out of here." And Obi Wan, "We're not trying to get out. We're trying to get moving." Yeah, Uh, (laughs) always on the move. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I love it. It's so refreshing coming from one. Was horrible. Two, which I still didn't like, and then three yeah. was like, "Oh, this this kind of feels like Star Wars." Mm-hmm. And they have a lot of callbacks, like the um, "We'll take him, uh, we'll take him together this time." And then um, I even think it was a callback when when Anakin defends R two, like no more loose wire jokes. He's trying. Mm-hmm. He's like an affinity for droids, yeah. calling back to maybe Episode one, creating C three people droid. Uh, a, a quick question I had: What do you think about R two uh, beating? the uh, super battle droids it, it goes back fire. to the stuff we saw on episode mm-hmm. two i don't like it I, i'm with you I, I wrote down it's just like yoda using a lightsaber mm-hmm. uh, i think it's okay to have r2 beat beat them but he's got to outsmart them like maybe drop a ship on them or something he can still have the comedy and like maybe uh maybe like the ship falls and crushes them and like the 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 droid's like head is sticking out from underneath and r2 like rolls up and like kicks him or something or something he can still have the comedy mm-hmm. Without all the, the the Swiss Army knife stuff. Yeah. And uh, the super battle droids annoyed me too. The way they're, they're like, uh, the way <laughs> they talk. Yeah, what that? Yeah. That nothing. <laughs> you know, it's just <laughs> yeah, And then uh, when they meet Grievous, uh, he, the droid hands him. <laughs> I wrote that down. Uh, you're welcome. Yep. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's the most incompetent droid there is out of all of them. And he, he's sassing their general Grievous. <laughs> Like this is like backhanded head off. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had I had another thing on the um the, he said he mentioned a callback to like the throne room of Palpatine. Did you play um the episode three game? 
It was on PlayStation 2, I think. A little bit. Oh, um, man. I played the mess out of that. Really? So, I, yeah. It's, and that's a great... I have a lot of comments on this one. There's a funny story about that. Um, I only played the last level of that game because I had went to okay. spend the night with a friend's house that okay. had it. And <laughs> they had been trying... I came on, like, I think we were off Monday for school. So, his, <laughs> his other friends had been there, like, that Saturday night. And I came on Sunday. So they'd been trying to beat that level for like two days. <laughs> and you came and smoked it. I beat it in the first try. <laughs> and I was nice. so proud of myself. Um, nice. Man. But um, I was obsessed with Star Wars games. So it was just one of those things. Gotcha. Um, but that's all I played on that one. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to mention that a lot in this uh, okay. podcast. Um, and something they did really good in the game was in that fight scene. They had a, they had a cut scene to where... Um, uh, when Anakin and Dooku fight, there's late, there's sabers cross in front of Palpatine, Palpatine sitting in the chair, which is like a direct copy of Return of the Jedi oh, when Luke cool. and Vader's sabers cross in front of laughing mm-hmm. the Emperor. Uh, and I always thought that was really cool. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. It's enough to stick in my mind for how long has it been now? <laughs> it came out in 2005, so about the same time. Yeah. Uh, did you think that Dooku looked surprised? Um, it was it. Was, do you think it was purposely directed for Duke to look surprised when Palpatine gave the death order? Yeah, I think okay. so. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think it it took him off guard. Uh, why didn't Duke betray him in that moment? Betray Palpatine? Yeah. Tell Anakin. Anakin, he's the Sith Lord. Hmm. That's a good question. I didn't. So even maybe think that might that. be a plot hole I've picked up on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but either either way, I can maybe maybe it's like a um, you know, like yeah, like on a Breaking Bad. No matter how 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 bad the police come down or how much you hate your enemies you still don't uh tell the police what's going on <laughs> yeah. kind of thing maybe it's, maybe it's like a loyalty the, thing the loyalty of the sith yeah something um, like that but i don't, I don't buy that because the it, uh, princesses and masters kill each other all the time yeah i think in that moment anakin's so trusting of palpatine nothing like dooku would have said would have yeah, changed you. anything but that is an interesting interesting mm-hmm. thought um uh, uh something i got here that I, I thought was really good uh we were 15 minutes into the movie i timed it i, I picked it up uh and we have we've had a space battle we've had lightsabers we had force powers we had a lightsaber duel and a beheading mm-hmm. we did the same thing of episode one except we were counting <laughs> fart jokes and how many times jar jar get kicked in the nuts yeah <laughs> this is just already this is so much better of a movie yeah it's like he it took him two tries to get it right yeah the third, third one he's like oh i think I third, get it. third time's a charm <laughs> yeah um uh, a couple of things that i thought were really cool uh or this is a, it was an unintentional joke oh <laughs> and it says it's not right to kill an unarmed prisoner mm-hmm. because he cut his arms off <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one uh, and a, a really good, another good callback was uh, when Palpatine says, like you, like, uh, talking to Anakin, like you said about the sand people, and you hear this, the Tuscan Raider yell in the background. Mm-hmm. That is, that is, I thought that was really good. When, uh, you remember that? I'm not recalling so that. It's, it's right after Dooku kills, um, I mean, uh, Anakin kills Dooku. <gasps> okay. Palpatine brings up. Yeah, uh, you told me about your rage with the mm-hmm. sand people, and and Anakin like looks away in shame, kind of, and you hear in the background that, yeah, 
That's really cool. Yeah, that'd be a good joke. Um, something, another line I liked is when Obi-Wan says that uh, Sith Lords are our speciality. Yes. Um, and yeah, it, we're getting back to the Star Wars uh, humor kind of Yeah, feel. and something I appreciate about that is Obi-Wan's the only person to kill a Sith in like a thousand years or something. Oh, yeah, that's um, true. Because uh, nobody got, no Sith were killed in two, just mm-hmm. Darth Maul and... Yeah, and they've been in hiding for who knows how long, so I like that. Um, Uh, Another good piece of humor was um, when uh, Anakin uh, says, he's pushing the elevator button, he's like, huh, the elevator's not working, and it zooms out, and these two ships are just blasting the crap (laughs) out of each other. Yeah. That was really good. I thought that was hilarious. And and again, I wrote, refreshing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you think it would have been better if we scrapped Grievous completely? And extended Dooku, don't kill him in the minute in the beginning, but kill him at the midpoint of the film. Because um, you have you already have a like I, everything that Attack of the Clones set up with Dooku, you could yeah, continue you. on instead of killing him immediately and then bringing a new character that you don't really care no, about. I am definitely on board with that idea um, because again, well, who is Grievous? He's a throwaway character, mm-hmm. and and what I had written before you. Before you mentioned that, was uh, there's a new villain every single movie? Yeah. Darth Maul, or Lord Dooku, uh, uh, and then uh, the new guy is uh, Grievous. Yeah. Why, and, I, and like we talked about in episode one, why not just keep Darth Maul throughout the entire series? Mm-hmm. So keeping Dooku is is fine by me for sure. Um, uh, I wrote a note here that if from all we've liked so far, if if all three prequels had been like this. I would say they're different than the original trilogies, but they're still good. Mm-hmm. But I can't say that because one and two are just so, so bad. Yeah. Um, one of the lines that was bad that I have in my notes that I, I wrote, it must have been the first take, was uh, when Anakin looks up. Uh, he, Palpatine tells him to leave Obi-Wan, and he looks up off the ground, and he's like, his fate will be the same as ours. Like, <laughs> this is that dry. <laughs> yeah. But there every, are some... every time I laugh... <laughs> There do seem to be a lot of wooden, a lot of wooden dialogue. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they uh, they're trying to escape the ship. They're captured by Grievous. Yeah, Ratio. Uh, taken. Than this. <laughs> yeah, they're taken to the bridge. Uh, they fight off his droids. Grievous decides to abandon ship. That was another good part in the game. Finding those staff doors, they're really difficult. Really, <laughs> uh, but you had so many moves at your disposal. Uh, you could get into this perfect groove sometimes, and man, he felt like just a boss. And really, you could slice through anything. I, I remember one. There was um, there was a made up character on Mustafar. It's like this big brute guy who could he could like pick you up and smash you. Well, I had two of them coming at me one time when I was playing as Anakin, and he had he had this specific move where you could do like a back backhanded slash and. Uh, and it just it was like one out of a million chance. I caught them both right in the throat, and they both just fell over dead. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, and those, those guys were supposed to be really tough. Mm-hmm. And, I was, and I just like paused the game, like wow, that was amazing. <laughs> I wish I would have played that one. Yeah, um, uh, I think they sell it on the um, PlayStation Store. Do they? Mm-hmm. Didn't it have a verse mode where you could uh, yeah. it was like an arcade? Yeah, yeah. I so that. so they, you would flip flop between Anakin and Obi Wan throughout the, the missions, and then the last mission you could replay as. Uh, Anakin and beat Obi Wan. That's cool. Ending. That's cool. And then versus, you could play all kinds of Jedi from like Mace Windu to some of the lesser known ones. Didn't they have old Ben Kenobi? You could too? unlock that's, old Ben Kenobi. That's what I remember playing. Your special, your special move was you could put the lightsaber up you know, by your face and you could disappear when they killed <laughs> that's you. That's awesome. Yeah, it was really cool, man. That is cool. 
Okay, so... Grievous, Grievous escapes, I think he said. Yeah, uh, Grievous escapes. He takes all the escape pods with him. Uh, and then the ship, being super damaged, starts to uh, fall into orbit, I guess, and crash to the planet. Yeah, yeah. Another uh, good piece of humor there is uh, uh, the ship breaks in half. Oh, we lost something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's like, it's a it's it's comedic, but it doesn't detract from like the drama. Yeah. That's perfect. It's, yeah. That's Star Wars humor. That's mm-hmm. wonderful. You're right. Uh, so Anakin, being the great pilot that he is, lands half the ship. Nice. Uh, something I wrote in my notes was that the, the air traffic controllers <laughs> are dead. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought the exact same thing, and I almost wrote it down. Uh, I was like, oh, man, it's such a boring job. I don't do anything. Nothing ever happens here. <laughs> Funny. Um, I liked it after that. Uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin have a little... Um, talk Mom. as yeah. he's telling him to go mm-hmm. receive his glory and it just you feel their bond in this yes, movie a lot more I, than you did the last one I, I wrote down uh i buy their friendship mm-hmm. and i said the same thing about uh, anakin and padme too i actually i mean there's still some issues but i buy it more i can there's yeah. something there this movie it does a way better job of, of solidifying those bonds you know yeah. um and if if he hadn't done this in the very beginning of the movie, after Attack of the Clones, like I wouldn't have cared when they fought each other. Yeah. But at least this made me made me care and feel feel the emotion. Yeah, and and I'll, I'll comment again on uh, the Clone Wars series. It, you, you get more of that, more, more of both of those. Really, Anakin family and Anakin Obi Wan. Um, so it it helps out a lot. Have I've, have you continued watching those? No, no. Oh man. <laughs> One day, okay. one day, but um, it's first season is difficult, I think. Yeah, it's I want to watch it from beginning to end, and the first season is where I'm at, and it's okay. really rough. Um, it gets if you can make it, man, there's some some arcs in there, to just really good. Jeez, those are good, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so Anakin meets with Padme, mm-hmm. uh, he's happy to find out that she's pregnant. You can tell he's scared to death, though. yeah. <laughs> Uh, shortly after, he begins to have premonitions that Padme will die in childbirth. Oh, yes, yes. I've got some good stuff there. Yeah, me uh, too. Something right before that um, is there was a there's a new planet, and some, that's something I noticed was there was no there's no planet titles compared to the new Star Wars. Star yeah. Wars? Star Wars. You're right. Uh, and I think that's like Disney marvelizing mm-hmm. the universe, and I don't like it. Uh, I think having the, the planet name come up is uh, makes you lose immersion. Uh uh, and it feels like you're not demanding as much from the audience. Uh, it, I don't know. Maybe I'm just uh, stuck in my ways or something. But. A purist. Yeah. But to be honest with you, I'm with you because whenever... Is, are there planet titles in The Last Jedi, the most recent one? Uh, or was it just in Rogue One? I know that it was in Rogue One. Whenever I, I saw it, it, it really was jarring for me. I was, it, it took me away, like a, a step back. Man, I can't remember if it's in Last Jedi or not. Um Oh well. Uh, so you mentioned the the dreams. Did you have? I got I got a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Okay. So the first thing Anakin does as a Jedi is goes and goes to speak with the Council uh, or to Yoda. Oh yeah. About the dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, and Yoda has no compassion. Just spouts the code. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's that's the Jedi. Let go way. of everything mm-hmm. you fear to lose, basically. <clears throat> Um, yeah, and that's, uh, that's good stuff. And, 
that's what makes a Jedi a Jedi. Because uh, Yoda calls it in episode one, uh, I sense much fear in you. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. And the fear is the path to the dark side. And he, he calls it right there. So he, how, they, how the Jedi battle that is they uh, let go of everything that you're afraid to lose. And so he never attempted by the dark side. That's that's interesting. And now, but what do you become? You right. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so some, uh, I think I have some more in his that that particular idea later. Something I had a question was about was, um, does Anakin do the same thing that he does, or the same outcome if he never has the dream? Um. Yeah, I have some stuff about that later. Okay. About it, is it a self fulfilling prophecy? That's basically. exactly what I wrote. Because um, um, it certainly seems like it, but I, I have some. I wonder if Palpatine has anything to do with that. Oh, like he's so, implanting the. Yeah, in my notes, that came when uh, he starts talking about Darth Plagueis the Wise. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we can talk about it now, right? If you want to. Okay, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I thought about that if, if it was Palpatine playing with him i don't i don't think so because uh the prophecy of the chosen was written long before mm-hmm. uh palpatine um and so it, i took it as this the force being the force um because then we could all because he also has dreams about his mother back in episode yeah. two which i don't we, we would also have to attribute to palpatine maybe um so i, I don't i don't lean towards that um I think it's more of a self-fulfilling thing that mm-hmm. uh, if there's no dream, then there's no fear, and if there's no fear, there's no dark side. If there's no dark side, um, Padme wouldn't die, and so like the dream itself that warned yeah. him about the death created the death. It's like yeah, um, but I have to give Lucas credit for Anakin to be like super concerned and believe it because in the last one, his mom died when he had the dreams, you know. Yeah, so it no, gives I'm credence yeah, to them yeah, for sure. But I see what you're saying. I'm just saying, like, uh, I, I'm not commenting on like. Uh, it's, I'm saying this is really interesting. Yeah. Um, like, uh, you remember? There's an episode of Sherlock where it opens up about the um, the old tale from uh, like the, the Arabic tale. I've only um, seen the first episode. Oh, <laughs> I know. Okay, so there's a there's an idea about this. I'm I'm have to like make up city names and paraphrase it. But the idea is that there's this guy and it's like an ancient Arabia. Uh, and, um, he looks up one day in his town and he sees death and, uh, and the guy freaks out and he runs for his life. Uh, and, but when, before he runs, he, he noticed that death looks very surprised at him and he takes off and runs and he goes to like, you know, like, I don't know, uh, Agrabah, I'm making stuff up here. But, uh, anyways, later that night in Agrabah, uh, death comes for him there and, uh, and the guy doesn't run again. He said, before you take me, can I ask you one thing? And, and death says, what? And says, why did you look so surprised in the previous town? And death says, oh, well, I had an appointment with you tonight in Agrabah. And so it's, it's like <laughs> something in the past sets up the yeah. future. Uh, the future is based upon something that it, I don't know. It is, there's like a uh, time traveling kind mm-hmm. of thing there. And yeah. So it's I, almost I really paradoxical. It. And, and so it, there is the question of free will. Yeah. It yeah. Is, I wasn't, I'm not disagreeing with that. I do think it was a self-fulfilling prophecy. I, I, I was, I'm praising George Lucas for the fact that the character's motivation was there to gotcha. to cool. fulfill the prophecy. I got you. Um, um, yeah, 
Yeah, I guess I guess the only only way he wouldn't have free will there is if he chose to let Padme die. Um, but he is the chosen one, so it the Force knew he would act that way. And is he is he really free in that regard? I don't know. Yeah, I have I have some questions about the Force. Um, okay, which I guess I can talk about now. Um, so basically, my thoughts were about Palpatine implanting the premonitions. Okay. Um, and then I, in my notes, is, is it a self-fulfilling prophecy? <laughs> my my main question is, where does Palpatine find out that Anakin is having the dreams? I don't get where he gets his knowledge from. If it's from the Force, then does that make the Force... Um, the Force doesn't pick sides? And if that's the case, I don't understand what bringing balance to the Force is. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it's I get confusing. you. I, I have a... I have questions about that as well because I mean, as humans, we usually see the Jedi as good and the um, and the Sith as evil. And to say there's a balance in the Force, that means we need both good and evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, typically and morally, we'd say no, we don't need any evil. <laughs> evil is evil. We get yeah. rid of it. Uh, so the Jedi should win, but there's like a like a yin yang kind of thing mm-hmm. in the Star Wars universe that it's it's good to have. The good and the evil, but they def like the Sith. Uh, it's more about like desire. You know, we see the we see the dichotomy with uh, the Jedi saying "let go of everything," but the Sith they take everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's more about like emotion and not good acts and evil acts. Um, I don't know. That's that's I don't. I'm not sure. There's there's like I'm sure there's a book out there, the philosophy of Star Wars. Yeah. That'd be an interesting read. Um, So back to the story. Palpatine meets with Anakin and asks him to be his eyes and ears for the Jedi Council. Mm -hmm. Uh, This would promote Anakin to to being a member of the Jedi Council. Um, Whether or not him the rank of master. But yeah. So the council, frustrated with Palpatine, allows Anakin uh, to be on the council, but not the rank of master. Uh, Thus, Anakin feels betrayed and... Then double betrayal with uh, asking him to yeah exactly spy uh, on him yeah so then they have his Obi Wan his you know his the close the person he's closest to in the Jedi Tell to him. ask him to yeah. betray the law I don't that know fr- code of the Jedi yeah yeah to spy on Palpatine and 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 that friendship he has with with Palpatine um, which is which is interesting because they end up being right. Mm-hmm. Um, they're right, but they fail Anakin almost every turn of the movie. They, you know, Anakin when he has the permission goes to Yoda. Yoda has no compassion, tells him to let go. Yeah. That's the Jedi code. But then, and then they and, break the code. Yeah. To yeah. A day later, mm-hmm. they break the code to tell him to spy on someone. Yeah, I get you. Um, yeah, I, I, I certainly agree with it. The the council did Anakin wrong. Um, something I have later is that I don't, I don't buy the turn that Anakin has based upon what, what has happened and what's what the Jedi did and who the Sith are. Well, we can talk about that once we get to the, yeah. Yeah. I have some comments about that as well. Um, so a little bit later, Anakin meets with Palpatine at the space opera. Palpatine plants a seed of doubt 
and the Jedi by telling Anakin he knows the Council are spying on him and he believes they are trying to take over. Yeah, that was that was a good writing. Because um, <clears throat> um, I mentioned this in a previous podcast that I don't appreciate when they just chop uh, plot points up to someone being a genius or mm-hmm. uh, crazy. Uh, this is written... This part is written well. He 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 calls it before it happens, and then it does happen. Yeah, so it's 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 a better writing in that regard. In this movie, out of all of them, you see Palpatine pulling the strings the most, mm-hmm. and you it it orchestrates it so well. Like you understand how he's gotten as far as far as he has. You know. Yeah, I got you. Um, uh, another another thing I had about uh, like this, how the Sith aren't quote evil as we understand it, maybe. Um, is that Anakin is driven to the dark side by love mm-hmm. for Padme and his future child. Uh, so that's, I don't know, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, I almost look at it more as um, the Jedi need a reform. Um, I gotcha. Like, there, there's, there's got to be, they have to be more accepting in a sense. Yeah, I feel you. Um, uh, there's, a, there's a scene in, in there somewhere where they're... Uh, it's Yoda, Obi-Wan, and Mace Windu. They're on a clone transport ship talking about Anakin and him being the chosen one. And, and Yoda says uh, a prophecy misread, perhaps. And that one that one bothered me because um, it's not working out the way he thinks it should. So there's a problem in the prophecy and not my understanding of what's going yeah. on. And I, I equated that to how some people lose their faith in God that things aren't working out exactly as they understand or want it to work out, or maybe they understand that things should work out. And so they either reject God or they end up with some perversion of the Bible, uh, trying to add to it or change the understanding of it to fit what they believe or want or whatever. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, okay. So we're still at the space opera. Palpatine uh, talks to Anakin about the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the the Wise. (laughs) Uh, Again, it's just him planting the seeds, um, you know, about the the power to save people from death. Yeah. And um, we cut to Obi-Wan, who is traveling to Utapau to to take on Grievous. Uh, They send him with a troop of clones. Um, and then we cut, we're kind of cutting back and forth between scenes of Anakin struggling, uh, doubting the Jedi and, you know, being seduced by the power to save Padme. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> a question I have is if Grievous, uh, if killing Grievous is supposed to end the war, why did they send one Jedi and a troop of clones? Why didn't they send more people to, send just everybody. to wipe it out? You know? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know because it's more dramatic. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> it just from a tactical perspective, it, it looked weird. Yeah, I, I agree. Okay, so Anakin meets with Palpatine to inform him Obi Wan Kenobi has found Grievous. Uh, Palpatine tells Anakin that he can train him to know the power to save Palpatine or Padme, uh, revealing himself as Sidious. Yeah, uh, Anakin <clears throat> turns Sidious in. And Mace Windu gets a team together to take Sidious down. Anakin wants to go, but is told no because he is too close to Palpatine. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was a, a great uh, great dialogue and great scene of uh, Palpatine revealing himself. Mm-hmm. 
Um, because Anakin is he's in too deep right now. <clears throat> uh, he knows too much. Uh, Palpatine's got his his, uh, his his roots into him. Yeah. Uh, and and also uh, Sidious now. Uh, he uses a lot of truth to to sway him mm-hmm. uh, because the. Uh, there is more to the understanding of the Force than only with the Jedi. Like he he says one must study all aspects when in leadership. I think he's, he's talking yeah. about. And now, I really agree with him. Mm-hmm. Um, did you play uh, Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic? That I did a, not. Okay, that was another great one. Yeah, Probably one of the greatest RPGs ever made. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a character you meet. His name is Joe Lee. Uh, he's on. He's a. He's like a gray Jedi. I don't remember exactly what he's called, but he he's like perfectly balanced and um as like a 14 year old kid playing that game you know i had a very uh, i was very much jedi minded yeah um and meeting meeting this joe lee character he just was blowing my mind with philosophy and uh and needing balance in the force and why that uh how the jedi can be just as bad as the the sith sometimes mm-hmm. it was really interesting that sounds um, good i mean anytime i come across that idea i always think of back to that character joe lee yeah that's the kind of stuff i wanted to see in the the new trilogy was the uh the gray jedi and, yeah. and the, the more of the balance of the force yeah. a line that uh palpatine said to anakin about um it was something about the the sith rule with power and, and all that um Anakin told Palpatine the Sith rule with power and fear or something along those lines. And he, he says, and the Jedi don't. And I, and I think it, that was pointed at Anakin being a Jedi, so, like feel, having those feelings. I can't remember verbatim what the yeah the quote was. So uh, we know that um, is it around this time that uh, Obi-Wan's fighting Grievous, right? Yeah, so we cut to Obi-Wan who defeats Grievous. And that's all I wrote. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't really care for those scenes, so I didn't spend a whole lot of time writing every detail. Uh, I thought it was fun having um, uh, Grievous using four lightsabers. It looked really cool. The spinning and the slashing up the floor. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I thought it was uh, almost uh, 80s action movie like when uh, uh, General Grievous gets a gory death followed by a catchphrase uh, so uncivilized <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it felt like like an 80s movie i wrote in my notes that obi-wan and ledges seem to seem to mix pretty well because uh he uses the ledge to kill uh oh oh, oh. <laughs> he uses the ledge to kill uh grievous yeah in fact he's on top of a ledge every uh every defeat with obi-wan is a tactical defeat you know he, he uses his mind not his his strength or power oh i got you um even mm. at the end you know uh so you have anything else to say about the grievous stuff uh nope uh we're, we're getting close to the turn to the dark side yes um <clears throat> yeah we cut back to palpatine's quarters where he's confronted by the jedi a fight ensues, and Sidious kills all the Jedi but Mace Windu, who overpowers him. Uh, Palpatine cowers in fear, and uh, as Anakin barges in, um, he's unable to let Sidious die and lose the power to save Padme. So he cuts Mace Windu's hand off, and Palpatine uses Sith lightning to send Mace Windu out the window. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> something that makes me laugh is how uh, Palpatine is cowering in fear and acting like he's he's lost. And as soon as Anakin cuts Mace Windu's hand off, yeah. he's he's electrocuted him, screaming "Unlimited power! Unlimited yeah. power!" How did Anakin not see through like like an obvious lie like that? Like like that's a like I, clear I betrayal right there. I yeah. There's there's a lot of stuff uh, that's something's missing in in that scene. And I, I wrote uh, something up with melted Palpatine scene. Uh, yeah. First off, it's like <laughs> it's gross to look mm-hmm. at. Um, <laughs> before I get into that, I got a comment on one of my one of my favorite scenes in Star Wars is Anakin and Padme looking at each other across Coruscant. Yeah. That's that's great stuff. Finally, don't get an exposition of emotion. Mm-hmm. He's just looking at each other, and you got to draw conclusions from visual clues and the, the music tone and yeah. what's going on in the story. That's perfect. And then he and then he makes a decision about saying a word to go stop mm-hmm. uh, the Jedi. Yeah. Though I do, I do think there was a missed opportunity in um, leaving the audience hanging um, because it shows Anakin going to the uh, Palpatine's office, I think it would have been better if you kind of leave the audience hanging. What's he going to do? And then he just shows up at the end. Like, oh, he did come in. Yeah, that would so, be cool. I mean, that we, though we know that he is turning to the dark side mm-hmm. eventually, how he does it, I think he still could have drawn upon that dramatic effect. Yeah. Um. Oh. Uh, and, and another... Uh, thing I had about uh, another missed opportunity is they they make uh, this all powerful Sith Lord the the Sith Yoda use a lightsaber again, um, you know like we were and he looks terrible using it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Because uh, he's he's just a, he's an old actor and they're trying to do the same thing they did with Episode Two and Christopher Lee. Yeah, it, just, it doesn't look good. Have him have him toss the lightsaber and just cuts cuts down the three Jedi yeah, and or not even use it and use the Force. The lightning, yeah. I didn't like um, the way he acted that scene out too as the Sith. It just felt super over the top to me. Okay, um, it's almost laughable, you know. I, I wrote, I wrote, uh, if you thought Yoda using a lightsaber was ridiculous, just wait till you see this pudgy old white guy do it. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah, that fight was one of the most disappointing in the movie. You have four members of the Jedi Council going yeah. against. Council you know, masters. Yeah, and they just get smoked in like it, a second. And they, they almost stand there. Yeah, and let him slowly <laughs> put the lightsaber through him. No! <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I don't I don't buy Anakin's turn. It seems abrupt, his turn to the dark side there. And <sighs> I think I think in that moment, that was his his last chance to save Padme in his mind. Okay. And so, it was like a he his hand was forced. Yeah, it. I I can I can buy Anakin turning to the dark side for turning for trying to save Padme. That is that's awesome to mm-hmm. me. It is something something feels up with it. Like they did all, they took all this time to set up the idea that Anakin doesn't view Palpatine as a bad guy, mm-hmm. and and with what he does and how he acts and in the way that. Anakin pledges himself to him. It makes it seem like Anakin knows this guy is evil, but I'm going to serve him anyway. Yeah. And so it kind of defeats everything that's was set up with all the deception. Because, mm-hmm. because I, I don't, I don't buy that Anakin believes that the the Jedi are evil. That, yeah. That 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 view. I, I I'm way on board with him 
being evil for the sake of Padme. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it feels like that's subverted every time they try to say that he's been deceived. Because if, he, if he's deceived, then he's not that's such a bad guy. If he's doing this because he's, it's evil, he, he, he is a bad guy, but he's doing it for love. It, it, it seems like a better story. Mm-hmm. So. Something, I don't know if it's true, but something I heard in one of the reviews I was listening to was that mm-hmm. uh, George Lucas originally intended for him to have a falling out with the council. And so that's why you're getting those story beats and then changed it oh, to Padme. Okay. So I think that's where that confusion might be coming from. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I need, I need something to tell me that he believes in Jedi or evil. Yeah. Cause in my head canon, it's that he's, that's a coping me- mechanism. That, yeah. He's lying to himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I, I mentioned that too. If that's the case, it kind of seems like it, that makes him a weaker character, mm-hmm. I think. So I like yeah maybe it's just an editing issue and yeah changing of uh, story <laughs> something so uh, you know whenever he pledges his allegiance <laughs> or Sidious now tells him together we can find the way to save Padme yeah, he doesn't even know yeah what the heck <laughs> I'm that's surprised why I joined you and in the when he tells him the story of Plagueis he said and he taught me everything he knew you he, know how to. S- save mm-hmm. save people from dying um so i'm surprised anakin just didn't kill him right there you know yeah it's, it's a lie to me that's the second obvious lie yeah yeah i, I get you that's unfortunate in the writing yeah it, yeah the it, that change it i don't know uh something i'd, I'd be interested to see how somebody else would have written that mm-hmm. maybe i can find some youtube videos or something yeah uh, how how would you write anakin changing to the dark side i think if i think if he mixed both of them a little better it works a little i think we need a little more of the the distrust in the council and, and that type of thing yeah uh, because um that, that's, that's a point i remember i was going to bring up was that once once Palpatine reveals himself as the Sith Lord, then that should gain trust in the Council. Mm-hmm. Like, oh man, the Council, they've been jerks to me, but oh, they've been put in a really tough position, and holy crap, they're right. This guy is evil. I need to trust them and get on board with the Jedi. Mm-hmm. That, that would have been my response. And it, 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 that part doesn't seem addressed in the film. Yeah. So, yeah. There's a lot of failures there in, in that. In the turn to the Dark Star, there's some failures in mm-hmm. the story. So think maybe we just have to accept it something i noticed was that when mace windu is is talking to anakin with the saber to palpatine mm-hmm. he his line was uh that he was too dangerous to live kept alive yeah to be kept alive and not saying i want power in the senate uh-huh that's exactly what uh palpatine said to anakin when he was get, supposed to kill dooku He's... that he'd be too dangerous to be left alive Mm. And then Anakin cuts his head off, you know, it, it, I think it's kind of like a parallel to the, the problem it, or the, Anakin is, I guess, Anakin's mindset in those two scenarios. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. That's, that's, that bothers me um, <laughs> it, because even, even in when, when, Mason is about to kill Palpatine. Uh, Anakin switches his argument. He's saying, uh, 
you know, we need, he needs to be, he needs to stand trial. He needs to, uh, we need to, you can't kill a prisoner, this kind, this kind of idea. And then he switches to, no, I need him. Mm-hmm. Well, then, then that's the choice you're making. You know, either stand for democracy or you stand for your love. And I don't know. It's, it, it doesn't mix well together. Nothing, I don't know. It doesn't work, I think. Yeah. And if that's true about the, you know, him writing two different ways or you know planning on it one way when he wrote it and then changing it you know midway that might make it make and that, more and sense. explain the, the issues mm-hmm. um so uh, I, I think we can i think we're done with, with hashing that out we're not going to get an answer no, no um so uh something i'll i'll move on to is how do you think uh sith lords are named how do they get their name? Because it kind of seems on a whim, doesn't it? Yeah. It's like, for now you'll be known as Darth the Vader. You know? And then, and then Aiken said, he's like, please don't be doo-doo. Please don't be <laughs> For real. Yeah, I can imagine uh, when that happened to Lord Tyrannus. Yeah. Like, what the heck? I stuck a Dooku? <laughs> That's why he changed it to Tyrannus. He's yeah. like... Can we go do something different than Dooku? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Palpatine kills Mace. Uh, Anakin becomes Darth Vader. Um, and sends uh, Darth Vader to the Jedi Temple to wipe out the remaining younglings and Padawans. Oh, I don't know if there was any Jedi in the temple or not. Uh, I, I'm, I'm I don't sure think there was so. some something there, right? I think it shows him... Uh... In that, in that security tape, it shows him fighting other Jedi and not necessarily... I, I assumed those were Padawans. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, they looked small. Okay, maybe, yeah. But I'm not sure. Uh, so, yeah, and then uh, Sidious executes Order 66. Uh, which is freaking moving, man. Yeah. The montage and the music, uh, Yoda's reaction, mm-hmm. um, especially as a 15-year-old watching that. You know, I spent all this time studying the backstories and getting into the lore and, and watch, systematically watch every single Jedi get killed on mm-hmm. screen was intense. Yeah. I remember in theaters, I almost cried. Really? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. It, it was pretty moving. Um, that's, that's what it needed, though, was the, uh, yeah. the emotional pool. To fill the weight of, of you know, the, all the Jedi just being killed in, in one single yeah. swoop, you know? Yeah, and you, you see it you see it in, in Yoda's reaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, Yoda's a bad mimma-jamma, man. Doing that backflip and cutting those guys' heads off. <laughs> that was, that was awesome. intense. Mm-hmm. But I have to say something now. So, uh, remember when I told you about episode two, there was some guy laughing in a theater when mm-hmm. Yoda was using lightsaber? I think the same guy was in my theater <laughs> because, and, but this time I think it was justified. My anger was justified because this guy was annoying. He was laughing at almost every single thing. When the Yoda cuts the guy's heads off, he goes like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then when, and then, and then when Yoda like climbs up on top of Chewbacca, he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And it, it was, it was, he was laughing at everything. I was getting mad. So that was, that was my two, two, two theater experiences in a row. Some dude laughing inappropriately. Same guy. I think it may have been. That's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, there's a quick shot somewhere of uh, Bail Organa uh, flying in the uh, the rebel ship we see from New Hope, 
and uh, we get to see it, our first practical set mm-hmm. uh, on the in the prequels. And I thought, oh, that's <laughs> weird. Uh, practical set doesn't belong in Star Wars. Yeah, on the prequels. I mean, I, it's I mean, it's exciting to see it, but I want I want to like it, but it's just jarring. It doesn't fit in. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so Yoda and Obi-Wan are the only two to survive Order 66 that were shown. I don't know if any other Jedi did in canon. Yeah, yeah canon is all, all kinds of EU stuff. Yeah. Um, there's, a, there's a note here I had. I must have heard something in, in the film. I wrote about the sound effects. Um, I notice more and more uh, reused sound effects as I get older, especially being such a fan of Star Wars. Uh, Daniel, my son... Uh, we were watching The Land Before Time, uh, which was produced by Spielberg. Mm-hmm. And I, I recognize some Star Wars sound effects in it. Oh, really? So it, uh, it's interesting to hear that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, yeah, so Organa reaches out to Obi-Wan and Yoda. They meet up. Uh, Yoda and Obi-Wan decide it's best to go to the Jedi Temple, turn off the distress call that's supposed to be calling all the remaining Jedi to their doom, basically. Yeah, true. Um, as well as find out what happened. Uh, Anakin is dispatched to go to Mustafar to wipe out the Separatist. Um, there's a scene when Yoda and Obi-Wan go to the temple where they're showing the security footage. Yeah. I'm really confused because it shows Anakin becoming become or pledging allegiance to Sidious oh. but that happened at uh, Palpatine's chambers so I, I thought the same thing um, I believe that's a different shot um, because if I remember correctly Palpatine says very good uh, Darth Vader and it's like it'd be like uh, so you get the change to the dark side he's kneeling before uh, Palpatine and then he 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 goes and does the thing and reports back to his boss. That, mm-hmm. That's what I took it as, like a scene we didn't see of Anakin reporting back to his to the Emperor. I think there are some some differences in the dialogue between that scene. And okay, the dialogue, okay, because that codes. that confused me. I thought the same thing uh, for a long time. I think I caught it this this time or recently. Okay. Um. Though. Uh. Though there is a there is a problem with that though is we do not see security footage of Anakin killing younglings and Obi-Wan does tell that to Padme that I've seen security footage of Anakin killing I thought it did show younglings him. right the, the the in like in the um in the council room when Anakin, like, yeah that, that I think that's too much he I don't think Lucas could show oh, him I, striking down children oh I always assumed that we came into him like watching the tapes in the middle and he had already seen that Okay, so that's how it, it, it showed, and Obi-Wan watches him kill younglings off screen. Yeah, that's okay. how, that's what I assumed. Okay. I don't know if that's correct, but that's how I took it. I can, I can get over that 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 quote maybe plot hole. We, there's a there's a scene of um Anakin going back to Padme mm-hmm. and talking about like what the Jedi have done. And and this is the this is the part where I was getting confused on what the story was because Anakin he tells Padme all about like the Jedi being evil and um what they've they tried to overthrow the Senate and again we've already talked about how we don't really buy that um and so is is Anakin lying to Padme or is he lying to himself or is this just the problem with us writing in the story um regardless I think it it lessens the weight of his character mm-hmm 
and I wrote I wrote a comparison to The Last of Us. So spoilers for The Last of Us if you have not played. <laughs> Major spoilers. <laughs> uh, the imagine if if Joel had been lied to and and all they told Joel was that hey Ellie is going to be a medical experiment and murdered, that would justify his actions. Mm-hmm. But he didn't know. He knew exactly what he was doing when he murdered the doctors. He he was dooming the whole planet for the sake of his daughter, yeah. which would be which is a better story than Anakin being deceived, yeah. and versus knowing him knowing what I'm what I'm doing. I'm going. I'm doing all these terrible things to save you. Uh, I don't. Know. It, so, it carries a lot more weight. Agreeing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So Yoda and Obi Wan decide to take on Anakin and Sidious. Um, Obi-Wan tells Yoda he doesn't want to kill Anakin. Like a brother to me. Yeah. Something I didn't understand, another tactical thing, is why didn't they just go attack Sidious together and then go attack Anakin together? <laughs> why do they have to separate? Because <laughs> well, we got to have the uh, the classic uh, Star Wars thing where we have inter- interlaced battle yeah. scenes between each other. <laughs> yeah, I, I get you. Um, uh, so when, when Anakin goes to Mustafar to take care, quote, take care of the mm-hmm. Separatists, that's in the episode three game as well. Oh, is it? So you have to fight through all the... Like, the the enemies and whatever, but when you, at the end of it, you actually go through those rooms and cut down all these separatists who are defenseless. Okay. Yeah. Them being defenseless makes it. Yes, that was that's in, cool. That was intense, man. Wow. And, and thinking back upon it, I was like, oh wow, I I killed those innocent people with mm-hmm. a lightsaber. Wow. Um, there's some there's some scenes before uh, when Anakin, or excuse me, Obi Wan and Yoda are getting are going into the. Uh, the um the Jedi Temple making their way fighting the clones and whatnot. Uh, though I don't like how Yoda uses the lights, him using a lightsaber, but what, what they showed him doing was really cool. He's like deflecting a hundred light, uh, hundred holded laser bolts and throws his saber into a guy and jumps on and rips that it out. one's really cool. Yeah, it, it looks really good. Um, I just wish uh, he didn't use a lightsaber at all. Yeah, that um, one in particular, I heard that George Lucas thought was too much, and uh, someone convinced him to keep it in the film. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I'm glad they did, because it really looks yeah. cool. Makes him uh, a bad mama jamma. Yeah, for real. Uh, there's a... I don't know if you noticed this. So there's a there's a part when Anakin is going through the rooms, cutting down all the separatists. He he looks into the camera, and he has a close-up view of his eye, and he turns back around. Is that in slow motion? There's something up of that shot. Uh, it, may, it might just be my maybe my TV or the Blu-ray. Hmm. I didn't I didn't notice anything. Yeah. Is it when he has a tear and his eyes are like real yellowy? Uh, I can't remember if he's he's crying in that scene. He's going from he's, he's about to enter into the second room to kill the separatists, and he looks into the he looks at the camera, and it zooms into his eye, and he turns back around. When he turns back around, it looks like choppy, almost like it's slow motion. I don't know. Huh. I I didn't catch that, so okay. it may just be something with the format. Maybe so. Um. Yeah, so Obi-Wan has to figure out where Anakin is, and Yoda tells him to use his uh, mind or something along those lines. That, or his feelings, that's what it was. Yeah. So Anakin goes to Padme, tells her what Anakin did. Or, yeah, tells her what Anakin did, and then mm-hmm. hides on the ship. Yeah. And she flies to Mustafar to confront Anakin. Um, Anakin explains that he is so powerful, he can take over the galaxy. Um <laughs> And that they don't have to worry anymore. Uh, Padme tells Anakin she cannot follow him on this path. Um, and we yeah. see Obi-Wan come out of hiding on the ship. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
angering Anakin, who force chokes Padme, leaving her unconscious. Yeah. Um, one of her lines in that scene was uh, when he was saying, Anakin, you're breaking me. <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> one of the, the only line that I, I, I liked in that scene is when she told him, when he talked after she confronted him about what he did mm-hmm. and he told her it was to save her she said at what cost and, yeah and i really liked that because it it shows everything that he's done you know yeah yeah and, and that that's i can get behind that one i'm just confused every time he starts talking about the bring, jedi bring justice and order to the galaxy and and he's like buying into that mentality of the mm-hmm. galactic empire which 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 is contradictory to his uh, no, he uh, uh let's see, it's Obi Wan who's loyal to democracy, and then, and then, Anakin he says he's loyal to the Senate, which is democratic. Yeah, so I just, I, it's like the politics stuff doesn't add it doesn't up jive really. quite right. Yeah. <laughs> Something that whenever he was saying, "I've brought peace to my galaxy," it reminded me of an Attack of the Clones. Your Empire. <laughs> when they're in that field, and he. Um, yeah, that he talks about that dictator. Yeah, yeah that he, you know, forcing people to to you know have Get peace along. and live. Yeah, and then she's like, "Oh, you're joking." And in my head, I'm like, "I don't think he was joking. <laughs> he just played it off." You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good callback. It's true. Um, <laughs> I I love I love trying to think I uh, put myself into Obi Wan's shoes in that scene. Because everything he's done, and he's this is his brother. He's trying, even trying to convince him to come back, come back, come back. Mm-hmm. I don't want to kill you. Come back, come back. And then, and then finally, he just it reaches a point where I have to fight my brother. Mm-hmm. That's that's intense. There's a lot of emotional buildup. Yeah, in, in that uh, in that fight scene. I have an idea in my head, and and this is this is just my head canon, Is that okay. Obi Wan didn't decide to kill Anakin until point until the last mm. when he had to because if you watch the fight he's almost on the defensive the entire time gotcha. until he gets the high ground oh so wow. i think like his hand was forced you know he he had to do it or he was gonna die type thing huh that's interesting i like that <laughs> uh, uh there's a scene so that there's um let's see the the duel of fates yeah uh uh, sound uh, theme is going on, and then it's interlaced with the Yoda Palpatine fight. Is that right? Yeah. Um, something I <laughs> something I wrote was: if you thought Yoda and a pudgy old white guy using a lightsaber <laughs> was ridiculous, just wait till you see them do it together. <laughs> yeah, I I could cut that all of that out. Uh, I didn't care for it. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, there was there was one scene that was hopeful. Is when Yoda walks into that room and he waves his hand. Those two red guards go flying that was cool that's what he needs to do he needs to use the force as a as a as the weapon mm-hmm. as his, his and, it, and it's immediately style. followed after um, he, i think he uses the force to flip palpatine over God, his chair backwards it looks so bad it looked like a comedy movie uh-huh, his butt stuck in the air yeah and it's supposed to be you know the two most powerful yeah. force users in the galaxy <laughs> fighting so you play like the benny hill scene. yeah that's what it looks like yeah i wrote i wrote i wrote that scene down and said retake anyone <laughs> ridiculous yeah i mean it's it's because he hits that chair and he's like his butt's in the air and it almost hits like a perfect balance for a second so he's stuck there mm-hmm. it's and ridiculous he falls over. <laughs> <laughs> then they fight in the senate um yeah was that supposed to be uh representative of the the the, the senate being destroyed them throwing all this stuff oh that's interesting 
the fight between a dictatorship and democracy. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally. I. It's hard for me just because, of, like we talked about, not liking the way Yoda fought and not liking the way Sidious fought. Yeah. Like, it was hard for me to even watch those scenes. I just wanted to fast forward them. I feel you. Um, but on the other hand, Obi-Wan and Anakin's fight was amazing. Awesome. Man, there's some good choreography. Mm-hmm. Oh, choreography. Choreography, yeah. that's the right word. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looks amazing. And and there's a, there's that one point where they're they're hitting all these different moves and they just like spin the lightsabers around each other for a second. And I oh, I don't know what's going on there, but I imagine is they're both watching each other for a specific setup in the mm-hmm. other person's stance. Exactly. And they keep and keep it's like a chess move mm-hmm. and they finally lock sabers again. Really cool. Um, yeah, because it, it's really cool because Master versus Apprentice teaches mm-hmm. him everything he knows. So yeah, there, he knows it's all his perfect. Moves. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, perfectly evenly matched until Obi-Wan gets the high ground, which gives him the advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, and something really cool about the episode three game was they, they take you through each uh, little setting in the, on the fight, even even make you fight on that tiny little raft where you're in each other's faces. And part of that game is moving around and dodging. Mm-hmm. You can't. You have to, you're forced right there in front of each other. Yeah. It was really cool. That is That was cool. a good game. Um. Yeah, in that fight, there's only one thing I don't like is when they're on the lava craft thing or like boat things. Anakin's standing on the droid floating in the lava. Oh, yeah. And he's on the little like platform that I didn't like that. Just um, the way it looked more than anything. I got you. I think the CGI just didn't quite hold I, up. I've, I've heard some complaints about the way it looks specifically. Yeah, but other than that, the fight is so good and, mm-hmm. there, and there's so much passion in it that I can overlook that so uh, easily. Agreed. I, I had, I had callbacks to, um, the return of the Jedi final fight. Um, like with it in the emotional aspect, not the uh, fighting style. That's, and that's, that's something interesting we can talk about in the original trilogy is how the, uh, fighting styles changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just movie stuff. And it was made in the eighties or seventies. Yeah. Um, they were limited by the the technology back then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Obi Wan gets the high ground and defeats Anakin, cutting off his legs and arm. You underestimate my power. <laughs> that line's followed by some of the greatest lines in the prequels, yeah, though. With uh, Obi Wan, every time I hear that, it just pulls my heartstrings. Mm-hmm. Um, I love you, Anakin. Yeah, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Intense, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, and a, a good, a really good part is him grabbing the lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think I, sh- I, I showed you the YouTube video, Obi-Wan has PTSD. Yeah, that um, was good. So viewers, if you have never seen that YouTube, YouTube, the, the, the video, Obi-Wan has PTSD. It's, it's when Obi-Wan is uh, out at Guinness's. And Guinness is in the New Hope talking to Luke about who his father was, and uh, it's interlaced with all these cuts back to the prequels, and it's really moving. And they add some more music to it; it looks really good. Yeah, and it just shows Alec Guinness how good of an actor he was, too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, so Palpatine goes after. Or you know what? We didn't talk about Yoda. Yoda gets knocked to the ground and decides to escape. Yeah. Um and leaves. I did it felt like a pretty evenly matched fight to me. I never understood why he just abruptly was like 
I lost and, and leaves. Maybe maybe you couldn't get back up to him or something. Like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he got hurt when he fell. It didn't seem like it. <laughs> they didn't they didn't do a good job of showing like he lost. Do you know what I, I mean? You could have could have kept the fight going. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe if they had shown Sidious escaping, like taking off or something. Yeah. Officially ended the fight. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he escapes with Argana and um, Palpatine goes to find Anakin and takes him to a, a medical base and begins operating. We cut back and forth with Padme, who is having her children. Mm-hmm. Uh, she lives long enough to name them Luke and Leia yeah. and tell Obi-Wan that they're still good in Anakin. Uh <laughs> The uh, I wrote I, wrote, I rewrote one of the lines of dialogue here. Mm-hmm. Uh, medically, she's fine for reasons the plot can't explain. <laughs> can't explain. She lose. We're losing her. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, so yeah, in between that, we're cutting to Anakin getting put together as Darth Vader. There's a really cool shot with the mask coming down. Yeah, yeah. And then it seals, and you get the the first Darth yeah. Vader breath. Yeah, the first Vader's really first breath cool. was done right. They cut all the music, cut mm-hmm. all the sound, and hear the. Yeah, perfect. And theaters that blew my mind as mm-hmm. a 15 year old. Followed by. <laughs> <laughs> that drives me crazy. Doesn't it? It's so bad. Yeah, for sure. Uh, how would how would you rewrite that? What would you want to see or do? I could cut out the no. It, yeah. it is a little jarring hearing James or Earl Jones talk about Padme. Like, yeah. Because you're used to Anakin and then it cuts to like this completely different voice yeah but um i i don't I, mind the the way he moved as much because he's getting used to his his yeah he's awkward and, and i like the way he's a force to like crush everything around <laughs> mm-hmm. him the no is what really just it hurts man yeah i i that's that's the that's the point for me too i think maybe something like this he has a fit of rage where he's like just crushing everything you even go further into his rage and he like eventually like like maybe like almost like in, in his clumsiness he trips and falls to a knee and then you can hear like a like a sobbing kind of thing yeah so maybe yeah instead of the exposition expositional feeling of no you get like a rage followed by uh despair i mm-hmm. guess um uh, something. So I'm, I'm really at the end of the end of my notes here. Uh, Luke and Leia's theme is nice when you get to hear those mm-hmm. again. And um, the, my, one of my last things here is I want to like this movie more than I do. Yeah, a lot of the success of the movie in my mind comes from watching it in theaters as a you know a child and just loving every bit of it. Yeah. I still go back to that whenever I watch it now. And and I do catch a lot more things now that are <laughs> way worse, you know. Hmm. But uh the nostalgia plays a big factor. That's true. <sighs> um so back to the plot. Uh Darth Vader screams no. Obi-Wan, Yoda, and Argana discuss what to do with the children. Um Organa takes Leia. Kenobi takes Luke to Tatooine to watch over him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yoda, Yoda goes to Dagobah in exile. We don't see that. He just says he's exile. going to exile. Uh, and before he leaves, he tells Obi-Wan that he's been uh, communicating with Qui-Gon. And um, they've basically found a way to talk through the, the yeah. netherworld of the Force or something. Yeah, yeah. Force goes. Um, that was kind of cool. Uh, we cut to Padme's funeral and then to Vader staring 
off at the construction of the Death Star. Mm-hmm. See a young General Tarkin. <laughs> yeah, that was weird, but uh, it's interesting. Uh, Leia and Leia. We see Alderaan for the first time. Yeah. Uh, cut to Tatooine. <laughs> Not in little pieces. Yeah. <laughs> We cut to Tatooine with Obi-Wan giving Luke to Beru, ending the film with the classic double sunsets. Oh, uh, we had a a question about um, when when is the Han Solo movie going to take place? Mm -hmm. Uh, So I I need to check this out, but there's an Easter egg somewhere of the Millennium Falcon in this movie. Uh, And so if, if, if we look from the previews, of the movie, it looks like the Millennium Falcon looks differently. So if if the Millennium Falcon looks like the way we know it in Episode Three, then that means that Han Solo must take place before Episode Three. Man, that's confusing because Chewbacca is in Episode Three, not with Han Solo. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a bit of a mess, maybe. Yeah. Um, okay, so I have a, a few more things. Um, why? Why did they mind wipe C three PO? Do you have any? Uh, other other House, than housekeeping house cleaning yeah other than continuity you yeah. think that's just a agreed okay for sure uh do you think palpatine killed padme palpatine had the powers didn't tell anakin and killed Pal- padme to save anakin uh, uh, to save anakin yeah I, imagine anakin on the when he's getting his suit on is dying and padme or Sidious uses the the power of saving someone's life by taking hers. Oh, it's like transferring. Uh, it's a it's a theory that's, that's been going around for a that's, while. That's interesting. Um, that's I, I, if I did agree with that, I could never say anything more than head canon. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't I don't gather any of that from the movie. The only the only thing is the way the shots are composed cutting back and forth mm-hmm. but i don't i don't think there's enough to it in the movie to really yeah. to it, fall into that that's it's it's an it's enough to believe what you want to but is that what lucas intended no i think that's kind of like when um <laughs> remember the i've talked to you about i want to watch the shining and stanley kubrick's uh horror film and then watch Room 237, mm-hmm. people's interpretation of it, it was ridiculous. People yeah. see what they want to. Mm-hmm. And it, it doesn't matter. It, it could be a complete accident, and they build a thesis off of it. Uh, so, uh, interesting. Uh, yeah. I don't think I, I'm down for that. Um, one, one question I had is that, um, so uh, Palpatine didn't necessarily, or, uh, Sidious did not necessarily lie to Vader about him killing uh, Padme, now, he he kind of like spun it like he he did it acted like he killed her when he force choked her, but she in fact died because of his actions. Mm-hmm. He lost the will to live because he did these things. Yeah, that's a good point. So it's it's kind of true. Just this the the details are mm-hmm. not right. How how did he know she was dead? This is what I want to know. Who for The only other note I had was that this the prequels is is all of it is a tragedy yeah and this is the first time in three movies it's it's almost felt like a tragedy Hmm. um tragedy of anakin's mm kind yeah that's about all i have um it being a better movie than the Mm -hmm. other two it's a lot harder to like um 
I have less to say about the good scenes, you know? Yeah. Other than it was really good. Yeah. Yeah, It is hard (laughs) to say something like that. Yeah. Um, what's, what's our rating for this one? Uh, thought about that. Yeah. I did think about that. Okay. So (laughs) I I have mine too. So (laughs) maybe you can, I, I want to give it a passing grade, Mm -hmm. a a, a 60, a, a D. Okay. It's a 6.0, but I'm really, I'm really struck as you know, with continuity and that kind of thing. I'm really struggling with the reason Anakin turned to the dark side mm-hmm. and that whole talk we had. Is it, is it because he wants to save Padme or is it because he, he's deceived and now believes in the ways the dark side does things and the galactic empire needs to be in the place. So that makes me want to knock it down to a 5.5. Yeah. What do you, what, what do you think? I'll hear this. I'll listen to your rating. <laughs> I was thinking 6.5. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, it's hard to say. Well, you said yours was a 5.5? I, I want to give it a 5.5, okay. but I I think I might give it a 6 because it's the first passable Star Wars prequel. Yeah. And I, I like that. I'm just. The good definitely outweighs the bad. Yeah. Um, more so than the other two, that's for sure. That's, yeah, for sure. Um, I do struggle a little bit with his turn. Okay. But in my head canon, I can buy it. I think I can buy it a little more than you can saying that yeah, there, there's two reasons for for him to stop yeah. or for him okay. to, to turn. And the main one was that his hand was forced and he wanted to save Padme. Yeah. And I okay. think... I think, like I said, he's kind of lying to himself. Lying to himself as a okay. coping mechanism. I get you. Um, I, I can buy that as an idea. Uh, it still bothers me that it was not presented well in the film. So mm-hmm. I think I think I'm gonna stick with a stick with a six. Six point oh. Okay, I'm good with that. Okay. So so we have a a six for Revenge of the Sith. Uh, I forgot what Attack of the Clones was. Was it four point five? Four and a half. Because we we, <laughs> we this is the second time we've averaged the two. Okay, four point uh, five. And we and both then f- both said four. four. Okay. <laughs> it goes up from here, and Just then it's gonna sure. go down and. In the new trilogy, I think. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so are we going to do Rogue One next, chronologically? Yeah, I think that'd probably make more sense. Okay, and we well, can just add Han Solo in whenever it goes down the road. Yeah. Okay. When's it come out? Memorial Day, I think. So oh, wow, the end month. of this month. Wow. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, we'll see y'all when we do Rogue One. Unless yeah. you have anything else. Nope. Thanks, everybody. Uh, fairly well, and may the force be with you. Always. <laughs> Bye.